Welcome to the Selling Without Sleeves podcast with me, Sarah Jolly Jarvis. I'm here to share with you real life stories from high performing salespeople and business owners, as well as my own insights and learnings around what's working well right now in the sales world, telling things like it is without the sleeves. Hello and welcome to today's podcast. I'm your host, Sarah Jolly Jarvis, and I'm here today to talk to you about being your ideal customer's priority. First of all, as usual, I'm going to do a quick business update before jumping in on that topic. So this week has been a super busy week so far, and it's only Wednesday morning. Uh, We had the launch of the book, so the Selling Without Sleeves book, uh, Business Owner's Guide to Sales for Those Who'd Rather Not, just in case you haven't heard the title and the information already, is now available on Amazon Kindle, which is really, really exciting. Uh, just to put in perspective, the launch is being done by a team of people who know what they're doing to help launch a book with the aim of getting it to bestseller status. One bestseller status. To start with, I was a little bit greedy and I was like, oh yeah, I'd love this category and this category and this category and I'd like it to be international. Now I'm just like, I just want one. Like, let's just have one category. So how they do that is by launching it, they take advantage of the Amazon's allowance, which is that um, every six months you can do, we can run a promotion. And so what they're doing at the moment is, is they're running it as a free download. At the end of the day, it's the electronic version of the book. It's the Kindle version. And the aim is to eventually put the paperback version into my sales funnel. Although, you know, it, it feels a bit, weird to be putting a a book out there and giving it for free uh at this stage the aim is to get those downloads to get the downloads get the bestseller status uh that is that is the aim Um, and this is the process that we go through as you can imagine um you know i have i've been back and forth i have queried this uh i have thought about well you know perceived value and everything else it's it's the aim this is what the aim is obviously the low-hanging fruit the people who are in my audience are getting the book for free which means that i'm not making the most of those people who may have paid a considerable amount more for it the point is is it's the long game how much would you pay for bestseller status actually quite a lot because it comes with the social proof that people want to read it people want to download it and um you know i've already got i don't know i've got 21 reviews five star reviews on it all these things help build social proof they help my ideal customers to then purchase um the book and and make that commitment so that's where we are up to so it's currently free on amazon so you can head over there you can pop my name um or selling without sleeves in there either or and um the book does come up so yeah it's very exciting it was very mixed emotions i was like oh it felt like i was publicizing my diary or something because it's been something that i've been working on for a very long time i've put a lot of effort into it and so it feels very personal it's got a lot of my own sort of metaphors anecdotes case studies it feels like you are you know you're opening yourself up there putting yourself out there and obviously you know you are going to get negative as well as positive feedback thankfully so far you know it has been positive been the people who were more enthusiastic the lower hanging fruit the people who are more into my brand and me who have been you know so far downloading it there have been some unidentified randoms on the um on the on the feedback on the reviews but in general i'm able to think oh yeah that's probably this person uh and so obviously they're going to be kinder it's going to be nicer but if they didn't like it they just wouldn't review it or um if they didn't like it some of those people on that list they'd definitely tell me uh so 
it's been nice so far but obviously as you open it up to the wider audience um that's going to change as far as downloads are concerned um we've had just under 1500 over the last two days the biggest push has been obviously on the first day where there was a lot of press reviews and everything else that went out a lot of additions that, that is put onto websites uh, different websites where which encourage people to to download books and review books and everything else so that's where we are at with the book launch so what happens next because i feel like i've been banging on about this book for ages well, what happens next is is we've been busy already behind the scenes with the sales funnel um and one of the, the sort of key things that is obviously the copy for the pages um which is being created and um we're working on that as a team it's not just me um there are other people involved to make this happen um and make sure that we get the most out of of, of the book funnel so um that's going on behind the scenes uh, the the copy is pretty much almost there and um, the aim is the 28th of may um that is it's a it's a reasonably hard deadline um i'm certainly not going to be having a tantrum on the 27th if everything's not ready for the 28th uh it's important that there's lots of different moving parts to get together i'd rather get it right and it take an extra few days uh than than rush things because at the end of the day this is the sort of the new customer coming on board this is their experience of me and i want that to be a good experience i want that to reflect the quality in the brand and the quality of experience they'll get from working with me so that's that's where we are with that one. Obviously, one element of this is fulfillment. And I already very early on uh, identified a fulfillment partner over in the States um, where the, the guys which have helped me publish the book um, are based. The issue with that is obviously that I have a large audience and I aim to continue to grow my audience in the UK. And therefore, shipping to the UK <laughs> is then um, quite expensive uh, when we're doing a, a very good value offering on on the front end for the book funnel so what we're doing then is we are making it so that we have a business uh, we have a distribution partner in the uk and one in the states and through lots of cleverness and technological uh, magic we are then able to um, cipher off which ones need to be fulfilled by the us guys and which ones by the uk based guys i believe i have found myself a uk based partner this week um it feels a bit weird because i've been doing so much recently on recommendation um working with people working with mentors working with you know wordsmiths and publishers who have been recommended personally to me that it feels very strange to be be looking at reviews and, and going cold although you know my best efforts of, of talking to people in my network I haven't found somebody who currently does fulfillment so yeah so I'm kind of going out on a limb and, and testing these guys out uh, so far so good so the next stage is to um, finish off the design of the back cover which is going to include some reviews off Amazon which obviously we had to wait for it to be on Amazon it's so chicken and egg all this stuff and then the spine of the book as well and then hopefully put a bestseller um, sticker on the front well logo you know stamp basically and then it will be in a position to go and and get a, a published version so i will then be able to physically hold the book in my hand and um, which i am really really excited to do it, it's a lot more exciting than i was expecting it to be i thought yeah books out you know that'll be it um but i'm like yeah i want to hold the book weird i know 
anyway let's move on so um best not to dwell on these weird requirements that my head seems to have so um so yes i presume that then jacob will be running around like some sort of tourist taking lots of pictures of me so that we can use them on social media of me holding my actual book and the aim is to have the book out at the end of the month um not just on amazon but my sales funnel it will be more cost effective it'll be less expensive note i didn't say the word cheaper i am coming on to that in a different podcast why we don't use the word cheaper but it will be more cost effective to purchase via the funnel which will inspire people to buy via the funnel rather than go on to amazon and you know the thing with that is people do go on to the internet and they do look around they do shop around people are savvy and so you know we need to be be clear that the best place to get it is uh, as part of the sales funnel so today i want to talk around your ideal customer and this ideal customer has one exception. They would be perfect. They would be your on paper ideal customer had it not been for the fact that they are not currently seeing the value that you provide. Let me paint you this picture. I don't have the money is the phrase or the, the outlook that this customer seems to have around you and around your product offering. I don't have the money to spend on that at this moment in time. But then the next minute, they're flashing a new laptop, a new bit of technology, something else that they've invested in, um, you know, a holiday they've taken, something which you would, you know, you're sat there thinking, really, you said you didn't have the money and then you've gone and spent it on this when actually you could spend it on me and I could have really helped you. So why have they done that? Let's get real here. Yeah, this is going to be a little bit of a harsh one, but they're basically just not prioritizing what you do. They are not seeing the value in what you do over whatever else they've spent their money on money is a finite resource okay there's not it's not infinite okay and so that means that they people have to prioritize on a regular basis you prioritize on a regular basis your money and where it goes or you know you get yourself into debt so people learn quite quickly that they need to prioritize actually you know i can't splurge it on x this month because i'm going to buy y y is actually a lot more valuable to me than X. You know, you can you, you're getting the idea. It's a priorities thing all the time. So, how do you help them to see you as a priority? Well, first of all, you need to basically figure out what's going on. You know, what can you do when this scenario happens? And it happens on a regular basis, guys. I regularly speak to my clients and they are saying, particularly in the early days when they first start with me, I have conversations with people, but they're just not my ideal customer because they just they're just not they don't want what I've got to offer or they don't prioritize what I've got to offer. And, you know, delving that little bit deeper, is that the only thing wrong with them? Because if otherwise they are your perfect, absolutely ideal customer, then this is an element that you need to work on. Okay, and this is a reflection on how they prioritize you, how they prioritize what you do. And this can be fixed. And then that person can then be your ideal customer. What you don't want to do, just as a quick warning, is be in a position where you are trying to convert somebody who's actually just going to be a total pain in the bottom, non-ideal customer. And this is what happens on a regular basis is you get somebody on a call or you start that interaction, that live interaction with them where you're you're telling them uh, around, you're talking to them around your product and how you can help and 
what you don't want to do is be converting somebody who's then going to be Mr. Demanding, um, you know, on the phone to you at weekends, or they're going to find something wrong all the time, you know, that you're going to sell them with product and they're just going to, the review's going to be bad. Um, they're not going to be motivated enough. I was talking to somebody the other day, actually, um, around some um, a, a sales training. It's a different perspective. And, you know, just as a side note, guys, it's really important to, to always keep, you know, continued professional development of yourself you know, if you're a professional in that field uh, I see you see it time and time again with gurus where they've learned their thing they forged out their their area in the market and they just keep banging that same drum you know markets change worlds change ideal customers change I don't need to tell you that look at the last 12 months and so with that you know you have to keep yourself you need to keep yourself up to date if you don't keep yourself up to date that's your choice you are going to end up sitting on the shelf gathering dust going out of date and so if you want to keep up to date, if you want to see what's going on and, and what's new and what's working, then get involved. And so I was talking to somebody the other day and they were saying that they have a um, really interesting, a support group uh, for their clients once they have made their first sale using their techniques, which I was like, <laughs> straight out, I was like, what is the thought process behind that? Is that because, you know, you want the action takers? And they were like, pretty much i mean i did give them that on a plate and i should have probably just said what's the thought process behind that but i didn't want to seem as if i was coming across as as annoyed about that and so yeah i i was and they, they you know elaborating on that a little bit more with them they were like they didn't want the people in there who were like oh i can't do this oh i haven't done that oh it's not working and that's the thing is is they are there protecting the the ability of their resource to do its job because Otherwise, those people who, you know, you're not going to go in there and say, oh, it doesn't work if actually you've already um, made a sale. So you've already used it. It's already proved itself. And so, yeah, you're going to keep that positive energy around your offering going. Um, but it's all very, very interesting. And it's all things that, you know, you want to consider for, for yourself. Anyway, back to the main point, which was they're not prioritizing. Other than that, they are perfect. They are a great customer. They would be somebody who you'd want to work with. Um, in fact, they're those people that you're really desperate to convert, um, but you're just not managing to. The first thing to do as far as taking action and addressing this as concerned is to fully understand it. And what I mean by that is asking questions. Yeah, I know I'm a big fan of asking questions. I'm a big fan of learning, but you need to be, you need to learn from this scenario. You do not want to make an assumption on this. So understand why you are the level of priority that you are. Where do you fit in this, their food chain of, of needs? Where do you, where does this need fit in the grand scheme of things? What you're trying to understand is, is it the strength of the need itself? So for instance, my windows need a good clean. We had a window cleaner, but he wasn't very good. Um, we got an amazing window cleaner, but he's disappeared. Now, I need a window cleaner. I speak to a window cleaner. Straight away, there is a very clear need there. My windows need cleaning. But why do I want them clean? Is it because this is what I feel I need to? Is it a time-saving thing? Have I got all the go-go gadgets, but I just can't be bothered? You know, what is motivating me to get somebody else to do them? That person needs to find out that. If you can find out that, you can sell to that need. If 
money's super tight and the, my building is in such bad condition that actually the windows need replacing not cleaning and actually the dirt is helping them hold them together then is my need to have my windows cleaned no my need is to get my windows fixed so the thing is is do i have the budget right now no so i'm probably not their ideal customer etc etc you can see how this can go on the key thing is to understand where that need fits and where the priorities are and why the priorities are what they are. At the end of the day, having clean windows in your house is a bit of a luxury. Yeah, you don't, it doesn't matter. No one's going to die if you don't, if your windows aren't clean. But is it irritating? Yes. Do you get annoyed with yourself and think I need to sort that out every time you look through the window? Yes, particularly at the moment when that sun's all bright and shiny in the mornings and there's rain on the window. You're looking at it and you're like, oh, there's just so much dirt. Anyway, let's talk, move on from the windows. It's understanding the strength of that need. It's understanding where do other things fit in that priority. Where, as I've said before so many times, you know, when things go wrong, when finances get tight, when people worry about their jobs, i.e. this time last year, where do I fit? What happens to what I offer? Um understanding all those things but understanding the customer in front of you in this case okay they're in front of you they are buying you know they're, they're spending their money frivolously they're not prioritizing what you think um you know they're prioritizing on things that you think aren't as as good aren't as important um aren't as urgent as what you can you can help with so it's asking the questions and what i mean by that is you know, if you've seen somebody recently do that thing where they're I can't afford you and then they've gone and bought a laptop then um you know obviously don't jump on the phone to them and be like hey you said you didn't have money and now you've got a laptop be like you know hey we spoke recently and you you mentioned that you don't have the the the, the money the finances right now you know and ideally doing this live as the person has said it I don't have the finances right now okay you know where are your priorities right now um when do you think it will be a priority seeing how quickly somebody is putting it into making it a priority you know oh within the next couple of weeks or oh, i've just got to you know clear this backlog of work and then i'm straight on this you know it gives you an understanding of, of actually yeah it is a reasonably high priority already and also it's a genuine thing you know people find excuses they're not going to say to you you know what i think what you offer is a ripoff they're going to say hey you know, it's not for me right now. I've got other priorities. I've got things going on. Um, I, I, you know, I can't, I can't do it right now. So understanding asking questions it helps you to understand, is it, is it a real issue? Um, is that, are they being genuine or, or is it an excuse? It doesn't matter if it's an excuse or if it's a genuine, it's still something that you can work on. If they haven't seen the value, um, then, you know, <laughs> And, and therefore that they're not prioritizing it and, and therefore they're not see, they're not don't think it's worth what you're asking it's actually the same problem as if they are not prioritizing it over something else anyway um you we haven't sold the value you haven't sold the value to them in enough detail but before you start running around solving that issue what you need to do is just to, to 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 see where it fits so then when you can see where it fits actually you know you're you, my windows are uh, below the cleaners because I'd much rather have an internally clean house than clean windows they are above the person who comes around and cleans the inside of my wheelie bin because to be honest I don't spend any time inside my wheelie bin um, but my next door neighbors do complain when um, it starts to smell a bit so there you go that's where it fits that's where my priorities are for that and um, you need to understand where you fit 
um, in comparison to the, the wheelie bin cleaning man and the house cleaners so that you can understand how to prioritize yourself more and what I mean by that I will come on to in a minute the other thing is 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 it you have you not convinced them that you are the best person for the job again don't go is it me um that's not going to going to work but phrasing it and 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 exploring it as you know have you spoken to other people or have you got other quotes um what are you looking for um what are you looking for is a good way of of enabling somebody discreetly to point out where your shortfalls are um versus your competition or versus what what their needs are and what what their priorities are as far as um somebody who fits the bill who fits that yes I am the person for you um position so do that questioning understand that and once you've got that information and you've got a, a really clear picture you could go around to somebody else and speak to them and say hey I've spoken to this customer and this is where they're at when you've got that clear picture um, and, you know, summarizing it back to them, doing all those things will help you to to get clarity that that is really for them. What I have noticed is the impact it has when you do leading questions. So is it the fact when I said to that guy yesterday, is it the fact that you want to want the action takers? It's very easy to go. Yeah, that's the case. Um, but is it really the case or is that the easiest thing to say? And I will never know. Um, but I felt like, you know, that was sufficient um, information. That was what I was going to get from them um, based on the type of conversation I was having. Um, once you have that information and it is there, um, very clearly there in front of you, um, I would then start to hatch a plan on how to help them prioritize the problem you solve. You know, that need, is it a want, is it a need? help them to prioritize that want or need. Now, needs are a lot easier to prioritize because they are um, the outcome of inaction, of, of not addressing that need is generally uh, painful. So, um, you know, it generally causes them a problem. It makes their life harder. Now, a want is something which is a lot more of a luxury. Okay, so, um, and therefore a, lo- a want, and there are fine lines here because I believe that I have a need for a window cleaner um, because it aggravates me, it distracts me, uh, it it makes gives me that feeling that there's something else that I need to add to my to do list. Whereas, you know, a luxury, a want is something I you know which enhances your life, and having a window cleaner doesn't enhance my life. It, It tends to take away that feeling of oh crikey, another job I need to do. So um, you are going to, you know, so for some customers, they're going to sit on one side of the fence and some are going to be on the other. Um, you know, it's a scale. And so um, being aware of that. But a want um, and a very outright want, um, such as, um, you know, something, a spa day. I mean, you could, some people will argue that is a need, but um, it can be that need of, of getting time out can be fulfilled in other ways. So um, let's go with, you know, top of the range, lovely, jubbly spa day is um a is a want okay and therefore um it's you're you're selling it in a different way um you're not solving a problem per se you're you're meeting that need you're providing them with that experience that they want so how do you get them to prioritize it well it's it's building it up in their mind it's talking to them about the impact it has um getting somebody to explore the impact something has can sometimes get them to um 
to, to understand it better and prioritize it and therefore prioritize it more. Um, the reason that I, I find that a little bit amusing um, is because I didn't realize how much my dirty windows were bothering me <laughs> until I started this podcast, um, which is quite funny um, because I've helped myself explore. I've explored. <laughs> I'm not even going to go there. Um, I've explored with myself the um, impact that my dirty windows are having on my life. And I've realized that actually they are a need. And I've realized that I it does bother me and, and it adds to stresses and it makes me feel uncomfortable. And so I am way more likely in the next couple of days that I've got with the mini-me's to forge out sometime. Um, or to be fair, does it matter if there's, you know, Peppa Pig or screaming and carrying on going on in the background when you're talking to the window cleaner? Um, probably not. So, um, you know, I will forge out some time to speak to them um, and, and prioritize that and get that sorted um so there you go i've helped myself prioritize the problem um by talking through it and understanding it that's a that's a clear working example of what i've just said you know what what i'm the point i'm wanting to make and so exploring it understanding the impact it's having with on them um you know using your own words being genuine around this if you don't care how much it make how it makes them feel or the impact it has then you're probably better using um, a different approach because that lack of, of sincerity and empathy is going to show through um, and that, that's not going to help your cause. But what you're after is increasing um, the the need um, in that person's mind so that they are then prioritising you over other things that they had their money earmarked for. I hope that helps. Um, I'm using a different... <laughs> Oh, I'm using a different system today, so I have absolutely no idea the length of this podcast. Um, but I'm hoping that Jacob will be pleased and that it isn't too long and laborious, but equally not too short, because Jacob does not like a short podcast. So it's all about the consistency, guys. So without further ado, guys, I'm going to wrap it up for this week. Over the, the coming weeks, I'm going to be sharing with you a little bit more around my sales funnel, the, the choices and decisions that we went with and why, um, whether that's on next week's podcast or whether I'm going to talk more around some of the, the elements that I covered in the book. So uh, thanks for listening, guys. Have a great rest of your week. Bye for now. Happy selling. Thanks for listening to the Selling Without Sleeves podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, please head over to iTunes or Stitcher or wherever you are listening from to leave us a review. It's a good way for us to know what you like so we can create more of it.